Hello? Drew! What a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Does anybody else who uses this app take 30 minutes to set this thing up? It's a modern-day miracle, Todd. That's all I got to say. Well, we're here to talk about college basketball. It's the month of March. The conference yeah, yeah. tournaments are starting. Yeah. And you got to bring back Drew for March Madness because Drew is March Madness. I'm the king. Let's so, go. What are we looking at this year, Drew? Here's my issue. You already know my issues. I'll let the crowd know. All right. I have not followed college basketball because the top three picks in the NBA draft are not going to be produced yeah. from this year's college basketball class. And they're sure as heck not that young. So that has made me disinterested. I think college basketball has done a bad job this year of keeping my attention. But listen, Drew, we're going to talk positive. Let us know your thoughts. Let's talk positivity. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of been generally most of uh, America's feel, I feel like, for this college basketball season. Um, you know, you don't have any real dominant team. No, like, Zion-led Duke. Uh, North Carolina's had the worst team in recent memory. Um, you know, like, the, the, the Blue Bloods aren't too blue. You know what I mean? You have teams like San Diego State. You have teams like Dayton in the top five. And these aren't really household names. So, as you said, all these, all these big names are either coming from Europe, they're coming from the G League. Um, so there's not much interest from the, you know, casual basketball fan. Um, but in my eyes, it's been great. You know, it, it's been topsy-turvy. I think in the first month of the season, we had five different teams ranked number one. Um, you know, you, you've had Kansas, you've had Baylor, you've had Gonzaga, Kentucky, Duke. They've all been number one, and they've all lost for the most part. Um, but it should be a pretty wide-open tournament, but... When everyone says it's going to be a wide-open tournament and anyone can win it, that kind of makes me want to go the other way and kind of want to lean a little more chalky. Mm. Um, so we'll see. I think that, for me, the team I have my eye on, Michigan State, did they come mm. into the season as the number one seed? They were the number one ranking, correct? They were the preseason number one. That is correct. All right. See, I watched them recently. Their point guard, he is got experience. Tom yep. Izzo is March Madness, so I think yep. – that Michigan State, I know we're jumping right ahead, but that's just my initial feeling on how this college basketball season is going. I'm going to stick with what I know. Michigan State, a lot of times these teams come out as really high rankings and they just stumble a couple of games, but yeah. I think Michigan State will get it together. And that's my pick for the champion. I'm just going right for it two minutes in, Drew. I love it. I'm glad you brought them up, actually, because, yeah, they went into the season preseason rank number one. They've had a tumultuous year. Uh, as you mentioned, Cassius Winston, they're – Star point guard, most assists in, in Big Ten history. He lost his brother uh, the first week of the season, um, so that was a heavy loss for the program. Uh, Josh Langford, who was had foot surgery at the end of last season to end last season, he was supposed to come back even better this season. A week before the season started, he was declared out for the year. So they've definitely been through some adversity, and they've been battle-tested. Um, one of the narratives this year in college basketball has been how dominant the Big Ten has been. Um, arguably the Big Arguably not only the best uh, conference of the year, but the best conference of all time. Um, they're pushing to send 11 to 10, 11, 12 teams in the tournament. Um, mm. And that'll surpass or come close to the Big East, which sent 11 teams to the tournament back in 2011. Um, but back to Michigan State really quickly. I mean, yes, they were preseason, preseason ranked number one. Lost Kentucky first night of the year. Lost to VTech in the Maui Classic. Stumbled a, a little bit in the middle of conference play, losing five of nine games. Um, but they recovered pretty well um, their last four games, all coming against ranked teams, all winning. And um, now the Michigan State hype train is uh, back on its tracks. So, <laughs> yeah, 
Here we go. So I, I, I can't disagree with your pick. Um, and you know that I'm a guy of storylines. I don't look at the small picture. I don't look at the little, the, uh, I don't, I don't look at things from a micro level. I look at things from a macro level. And I just feel like the narrative of the, of the college basketball season has been, you know, there's, there's been no dominant team yet. Michigan state was ranked number one, (coughs) excuse me. And as I mentioned, the narrative has been how dominant the big 10 has been. I mean, if you want to go to Ken Palm ratings, um, I'm not sure if you're too familiar with that, but Ken Palm. You sent me my first Ken Palm email this weekend, and I got to be honest, Drew, I didn't read it. It looked really lengthy, and I said, it's a lot. the time it's, to it's understand this system? I just to like to in. go by the gut test. The gut test is what I live by. And here's what I think. I think the story in my mind of this college basketball season, it is, am I willing to put money on my bracket that Dayton or San Diego State is going to win the championship? No. That's the what I wonder. No. The answer is no. Yeah. The answer is no. The, those teams are good. Those teams are fun. You know, they have good regular seasons, mostly because they play in bad conferences. Like, like let's be honest, um, the Mountain West and, and the A-10 isn't really like a juggernaut. Um, so they kind of beat up on their weak, um, their, their weak conferences. I mean, that's not to say that they're not good teams. You know, Duke and Dayton, or I'm sorry, Dayton and, and San Diego State, they're both in the top 10 in, in, in Kempom. So I'm not saying that I'm going to have them both out in the round of 64. I think, I think they could both make it to, to the second weekend, but to think that they can win a national championship is a little too far. Um, but just going back to Kempom really quickly, uh, the big 10, 11 of the top 30 Kempom teams are from, are from the big 10. Okay. I don't so, like that. I don't like that at all, Drew. If this is going to be a wide open tournament, I want all the Cinderella stories in. If all these teams are mediocre, why the fuck are we putting 12 teams from the Big Ten in there? I don't want to see Purdue. I want to see some team I've never seen before. I don't think Purdue's going to make it. I, I, I'm, I'm going to caveat that. I, I, I don't think Purdue's going to make a tournament, even though they're currently number four, number 24 in uh, Ken Palm. So just, just, just to make things clear, so there's 11 teams in the top 30 um, for Ken Palm in the Big Ten. And that means that there's nine Big Ten teams ranked ahead of Kentucky, the top team from the SEC. Hmm. So just want to throw that nugget out there. Um, SEC always has athletic players, though. And in the tournament, they give people problems. The SEC always performs well in the tournament. This is a very down year for the SEC. Uh, My Gators, they were ranked number six in the preseason. And I think they're 19 and 12. They've had a very disappointing year. Um, but you know, you mentioned upsets. That's not to say there's not going to be upsets and chaos in the first round, but I think in the end, ultimately chalk will prevail a little bracket nugget every year since 2013, we've had a, um, five seed or worse make the final four. Wow. So, you know, you may want to follow that trend. You may want to buck that trend. Um, Well, I don't gamble drew, but if I did, I'd put a future bet. On that quarterfinal, I don't like it when the eight and the nine seeds you pick them to win the championship because that's unrealistic. But listen, they can get to the final four. All right, the eights and the nines, yes. I I only caveat that because normally what the committee does, they'll put the shitty at large teams like a Rutgers or like an Oklahoma or even like a Florida in in the eight nine game only to get pummeled by the one seed. So from a bracketing spit standpoint. You would rather be a 10 through a 12 seed, 10, 11, 12 seed, than an 8 or 9, because at least as in like an 11 seed, you get a, you get a weakling 6 and maybe like a, another shaky 3 versus like an 8, 9. Yeah, you may win that one game, but you're probably going to be 
uh, roadkill in the uh, round of 32. Well, here's a question I want for you, Drew. If I'm putting you on the spot too much, that's all right, because I don't even know the answer. That's okay. So this is why I asked you the tough questions. A month from now, there's going to be a basketball player that everybody's talking about that nobody knows right now. Hmm. I don't think I'm talking about, like, Obi Toppin. I'm sure he'll be great, but I know his name. You know Obi Toppin's name. Good for you. Good tell for you. me somebody whose name I've never heard of Wow. that one month from now, I'll say, damn, I never heard of that guy. Dude, I like this question. You're kind of catching me off guard. I knew it was a lot of pressure, Drew. It's all right. It's 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 a little bit of pressure. I just want you to give me, like, thir- like not, not 30 seconds. I can, I can give you one fashion 30 seconds. Well, you see the timer on this? We're at 845, Drew. So we're going to run this thing until, like, 10 to 12 minutes. So you got time. You can take the entire rest of this segment to give me one day. Because we're still doing this next week. We can't let it all out now. This is just a preview, fellas. This Io, is a preview of when the brackets come out. Io Dasunmu. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Drew. Tell me about Io Dasunmu. All right. He's a guard guy. for um um he's a guard for the University of um Illinois, uh Big Ten. So he's played against the best Big Ten guards. I think he has three or four game winners this year, like three or four true buzzer beaters. He's only a sophomore. Um he may come back for another year, or he may go test the pro waters. But I think he, you know, I think he's able to win a game or two in March Madness, uh, maybe a buzzer beater, and uh, becomes a and becomes a household name. You heard it here first. I go to Simu. There you go. I go to Simu. We're going to be talking about him in two or three weeks. Mike Wilbon's going to be butchering his name, but you heard it here first. I go to Simu. Yep, my fellow yeah, listeners. Buddy. We're coming to you when the brackets come out next week. This is Drew Drewski and T. Lou signing off. That's all I got, fellas. Signing off. See you next week, brother.